Hey again, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good. I'm locked on Matt Jones, the starting quarterback for the I'm, Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm locked on Bryce Young, so we've already got a nice <laughs> little rivalry going. And somebody <laughs> better get locked on Leah Tungovaloa because, uh, you know, <laughs> you it's, 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 a crowded, it's a crowded quarterback backfield right now. Uh, of course, that is the news of the day that uh, Tua Tungvaluwa has announced for the NFL draft. And just before we get into this, Jimmy, I uh, should let everybody know that for the first time in the history of Locked On Bama, we are both doing this podcast from our phone, our, our respective phones, not one single phone, two phones. Um, Jimmy normally does it with a cup and a string, but he has upgraded to an Apple, to an Apple II. Uh, iPhone <laughs> 2, and I'm usually yes. on my Mac, and I'm having to drive down the road, and um, I figured out how to do this on my phone, so I'm really excited. If it's a little more staticky than usual, please forgive us. We won't do this every time, but um, so that's that. But, Jimmy, news of the day, obviously, Tungavailoa has announced for the NFL draft, and, uh, you know, all we can say is we wish him the best, but I think I'll let you tell the story. Um, you know, if he looked like a kid that wanted to stay in school during that press conference or during that interview with the SEC Network, guess what? I think he did want to stay in school, but um, just in the end, I, I think the pressures to move on to the draft won out, didn't they? Well, I mean, the best way to describe it is financial pressure, and not financial pressure in the sense that uh, – you know, uh, some sort of impending financial calamity. I, I I don't know anything about that in the Tungo Valoa family. It's just the financial pressures of, hey, if you go pro, you might only be weeks away from a seven-figure payday, and there's very few families in America that couldn't really, really use that. And that's what I mean by the financial pressure. But that being said, you know, I, I agree, Luke. I, I believe that, that Tua wanted to uh, to come back. That's why. You know, people always think they're 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 being lied to, or there's some sort of scam, or conspiracy theory, or or boy, we got played. Whether it was the Alabama football uh, program's Domino's tweet, which was a mistake, or uh, or 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 two as hints that he may be returning. Well, well, how about this? Just as a fact, the, the kid wanted to come back. He thought he was coming back. Uh, and, and then everything changed at the end. And why did everything change at the end? Because it was time to make the decision. And, and that's when when things changed. And we could do the whole 30 minutes, Luke, on, on whether Tua was right or wrong or, or whether, you know, whether this was just the dad that, that forced this to happen over Tua. We could beat that to death. But, but really what I prefer to do, the way I look at it myself, Luke, is, Hey, two is the the best quarterback we've ever had at the University of Alabama, and I hope I hope he's the first pick. I doubt very seriously he will be, but I hope he's the first pick of the draft. I hope he does great. But our quarterback in 2020 is going to be either Mac Jones, Leah Tungovaloa, Bryce Young, or Paul Tyson, or one of those walk-ons. And I'd just soon focus on them. Two is two is gone. He's now an alumnus of the football program, and we wish him well. But uh, instead of dwelling on what could have been or the past, I'm excited about the quarterback position at Alabama. Mac Jones played fantastic in his three starts, and uh, I'm, I'm uh, and, and if that's our floor at quarterback, we're going to be pretty good. So uh, 
I, I mean, I, I'm not wistful. I'm not melancholy. I'm happy for Tua. Uh, I'm so happy we got to experience uh, Tua's career at Alabama. Uh, I'm a huge fan of his as a football player and as a person. And uh, I hope, I hope he's the best quarterback that's ever played in the NFL. And, and I hope that's what works out for him. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to focus on how fun it's going to be in September of 2020 when it's Alabama's first possession and we have a quarterback trot out on the field to take that first snap. That's going to be exciting. And uh, my focus is on that. Yeah, and it should be. And you're right. I think for a lot of people, Tua Tungvaluwa will go down probably to this generation as their favorite player of all time, and it's going to be tough to top. For our generation, it's going to be somebody like a Derek Thomas or a David Palmer, and that's going to be tough to top. I mean, I, you know, but Tua is right in the mix when it comes uh, to my favorite players. I'm sure I'm not alone there, and I do wish him the best. And I, in the end, taking the crimson glasses off, I think that's the best decision for him. Um, I think this will allow. Uh, his dad to buy a shitload of belt, which is something that's good for him. Um, not, not necessarily good for Tua or to Leah. Uh, Leah may uh, Leah may better pick it up. Uh, but no, you know I think it's good. The interesting storyline now moves from who's going to declare, and all we've got left as of this recording is Najee Harris because uh, Henry Ruggs III just declared for the NFL draft, which we knew was coming. Um, if you've been listening to this program, I think you knew it was coming. And so all we have left is Najee Harris. And it sure feels like that Najee Harris was going to be a sure thing, declare for the draft kind of guy. But if that were the case, why hadn't he done yep. it? Uh, I, I think going no more on the timing, just, just go by the timing of this. It's clear the kid is uh, not sure what he wants to do just yet. And he doesn't have to make up his mind today. He's got 14 full days to get more information, more more input. Hey, what else more could we ask as fans that the kids make informed decisions? Um, and 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 I'm not you should use all this time and make the most informed decision possible, whatever that happens to be. And hey, I'm fine with it either way. I I, I think there's every reason in the world for NFL running backs to, to go pro early because of the short shelf life that you have as a professional football player when you play that position. So I'm not going to blame Najee in the least. If he leaves, I see a bunch of good reasons for him to leave. On the other hand, I, I, I never think staying is a mistake. I, I never think it's a mistake. For one thing, one thing the, the, the public tends to blow off is graduating. And I think graduating is a big deal. It really is a big deal. And, and it's a big deal to a lot of these kids, many of whom are the first in their families to graduate from a four-year uh, university. And and so I, I'm all for staying unless the kid's clearly making some sort of life-changing, horrible decision. And, and that wouldn't be Najee. You know, Najee's stock is rising. If he comes back, it's only going to continue to rise. Uh, I don't think if he came back, he would ever be a first-round pick. I don't think so. But this is what I know. If he comes out right now, he's not a first-round pick. I know that. If he comes back, probably not, but I can't tell you as forcefully. But if he leaves right now, he's a second or more likely third-round pick. And for those of you who disagree with me, for those who go, Jimmy, I've seen Najee Harris. He's not a third-round pick. You're just you're just being too pessimistic. Where did Derrick Henry go in the draft? The third round. Why is Najee going higher? So 
they're very similar style players with a similar size and speed things. Now, Derek has proven himself at the next level in a way that you can't project for Najee at this time. But I'm just saying for anybody that thinks I'm nuts to say Najee Harris is a third-round pick, well, so is Derek Henry. And and, and are you going to sit here and tell me Najee's better? So uh, if he comes out now, third round. If he comes back, will he go higher? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's worth the risk. So, uh, so we'll see. My expectation is that Najee's going to go pro. That's my guess as of right now. But clearly, he's looking at all options, or we would already know by now. Yeah, and and frankly, um, I would love for him to come back. However, if he were to come back, I just started thinking about, okay, if Najee comes back, and then you have Najee and Trey Sanders and Jace McClellan and Roydale Williams and um, Kyle Brian, Edwards and Brian Robinson. Ford and Brian, Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. Um, you know, and Slade Bolden to some extent. Um, I mean, I'm just throwing out names, and I'm like, all of a sudden, our, now the running back, back, the backfield would be depleted significantly the following year because obviously Najee would be gone, and so would Brian Robinson due to graduation. I'd have to assume somebody like a, a Jerome Ford or a Keelan Robinson would probably hit the transfer portal just because that's what players do. But um, that being said, I would take my chances of Najee coming back and just deal with it. Uh, and, and one other thing about shelf life in the NFL, I agree there's a short shelf life for running backs in the NFL. However, I would say somebody like, whereas I think con- conventional wisdom would say a guy like Derrick Henry or, um, you know, Mark Ingram or Najee Harris, would their, their shelf life may be shorter because of the physical nature of their running styles. I tend to look at it another way. I, I would say those kind of guys are like Frank Gore. They may last longer because they're they don't base their game on speed speed right. guys are the ones to me that seem to have the shorter shelf life because people are always getting faster and as you get older you get a step slower obviously but see derrick henry's always going to be big you're always not going to want to hit him now right now he's wanting running 21 miles an hour but in three years he'll be running 19 miles an hour and guess what he's still going to be big um just like he was in this past week against new england i mean New England, who has arguably the best defense in the league, could do nothing with him. He destroyed them. He, he absolutely eviscerated New England. And they, in two years, they won't want any of him. Um, and Mark Ingram, you know, is having a great career, not being the fastest guy in the NFL, because he just – he knows his role, and he's doing a great job with it. And I think – so my point being that Najee doesn't necessarily have to come out because of his shelf life right now. I mean, he can stay another year. And I think prove himself even more and then maybe work his way into the first round. I think he could. I mean, if Mark Ingram was a first-round pick, I think Najee Harris can be. Now, it's not always apples to apples when you talk about that in the draft. It depends on who's available, who's picking, what the needs are, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I think that Najee could come back and not really do anything but hurt his stock, assuming he doesn't get injured. Um, Now, having said all that, I think the most exciting thing from the weekend was watching Bryce – young uh torch uh army all-american players and win the mvp basically playing two series <laughs> i mean he essentially played two series and had 160 something yards and two touchdowns the guy is ridiculous now i mac jones did prove himself you're right um i would also say that there were a couple of times i thought mac jones was in a situation where 
a lot of guys could have made the same kind of pass. Mac Jones did make some great passes in the Auburn game for sure. But when I watch Bryce Young, I see Tua Tungo-Vailoa maybe a mm-hmm. little bit smaller, and but yep. definitely a lot shiftier. And so I'm, I'm, my money is all in on Bryce Young being the starter, if not game one, by game three next year. Uh, I would not bet again. I mean, though, obviously we have months and months to talk about it, literally eight or nine months to talk about it, and, and I'm going to love talking about it because there's nothing I like talking about more than Bryce Young. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't disagree. Anyone that says Bryce is going to start against USC or become the starter by game three or by season's end, I'm never going to sit here and, and disagree because Bryce Young is freaking awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited about him. I just say that Mac has played really well. He's the veteran. He knows the offense. He is a leader in the locker room. He's got the locker room. Uh, he's popular with his teammates. He's a good player. I would even argue that he is on track to potentially even becoming an NFL quarterback, I think is something we shouldn't rule out. I'm just saying this. Bryce is not walking into a situation to where he's got an under-talented guy in front of him or someone with no experience, so everyone's starting out on an even keel. No, Bryce is going to have to beat Mac out, and that can happen in the spring. It can happen in fall camp. It can happen when the games start. But because he has to beat Mac out, I am going to predict that Mac is the quarterback when we play USC. And I believe you've already predicted that anyway, Luke. You said by game three. Uh, and and I do I, I will agree with you that at some point, Bryce Young will be the quarterback at Alabama. And I don't think that will be after Mac leaves. Uh, I think Bryce will beat out Mac at some point. Uh, predicting the win, um, it, 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 it could be spring camp, it could be fall camp, it could be game, before game one, it could be in game one, it could be before game three. Just like you say, Luke, I do think it will happen. Uh, it's just a, a, a wild guess for me as as to win, and and, and it's it's almost a similar situation to Tua and Jalen. Mac isn't as entrenched as Jalen was. I wouldn't say that that's true, that he's entrenched as Jalen. But if, if you recall, Tua, who ended up proving to be maybe the best quarterback that's ever played at the University of Alabama, it took Tua to game 15. It was game 15 when Jalen was benched and we went with Tua. Uh, because it took Tua 15 games, I'm not going to promise – expect or assume that Bryce will beat that timeline. But is it going to surprise me? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Bryce, fantastic talent. And Mac is not as entrenched at quarterback as jail. Yeah, that's the first thing I was going to say was the thing about Jalen, I think most of the world wanted Jalen replaced, but most, of those same people realized, okay, you can't replace a guy who re- has lost one game. You just can't do it. I mean, one game in the in the SEC and in, in the one game he lost really wasn't his fault in the national championship game. So I think that that that's the difference. Mac Jones, um, and and the other thing about Jalen was he was pretty dynamic. Mac Jones, while he has shown the propensity to throw touchdown passes, and that's been great. 
he's been good at that. And excuse me as a big truck goes by me. As I'm filling up with gas trying to do this podcast. Um, that, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's not necessarily, he, he doesn't have the same um, cachet that, that, uh, that, that Jalen yeah. Hurts had. Jalen Hurts had all this. I mean, it, it, and I, I, here's the thing about Jalen, too. If you remember when Jalen came in as a freshman, it Jalen kind of filled us with wonder this whole time that he was a starter. Like we always felt like until we saw that he wasn't going to get better, we always uh, assumed he would get better. Like, okay, he's going to start making that pass. He can't make that pass right now, but he's going to start making that pass. And and then it was like, okay, he's going to start making that pass. And then it was like, okay, he can't make that pass, but his legs are going to always win games for us. It wasn't until Auburn when everybody was pretty definitive in, hey, guys, this guy – this guy just can't – I mean, we need a lot of good things to happen for this guy to, to lead us to victory now because people have figured him out. And then, of course, Tua comes in. It's the same situation. We're filled with wonder, like, oh, my God, he's unstoppable. And then we realize the one thing that can stop him is, of course, injuries. That's all that could stop Tua. That's it. That's just about it. Um, maybe Clemson last year, but, but that's just about it. And so, Mac Jones, though, I don't think he comes in with those same – I mean, while – he had four touchdowns against Auburn and looked good against Arkansas, did well against Tennessee, of course played well against Michigan. I think a lot of people attribute that to his receivers as much as anything. I think that's right. Uh, exactly. Mac is not as entrenched as, as Jalen isn't as dynamic. Mac is Mac not finished number two in the Heisman race. His senior year at Oklahoma, Jalen was the Heisman runner-up. Ironically, Tua was the year before. Uh, so, so Mac's not that kind of quarterback. He's not that type of player. So, I, I hesitate the word to use the word easier. But yeah, Mac will be easier to, than Jalen was. So, I, I don't think it's going to take to game fifteen for it to happen. I don't think so. But this is what I, I'm focused on in terms of when that might happen. I know everybody's excited to see Bryce and and is going to focus on when it's going to happen. But I'm not. I, I'm just looking forward to. Alabama getting good, winning, solid quarterback play. And I think that's going to happen with Mac or Bryce or even Leah, who is probably to some extent about to get lost in the shuffle with fans. And, uh, and I think that's a, a shame because uh, Leah was a good prospect when we signed him, and he still is. Uh, he's not, in my opinion, the prospect that Bryce Young is, but Leah's had a year in the system. He's kind of really had longer than year system because uh, through osmosis alone, he knew the system pretty well with, with his brother. Uh, Leah's got a lot of uh, skills, uh, a lot of similarities to Tua's game, and uh, uh, let, let's not let's not forget him. I, I, I think uh, I think I would rank him third as the like uh, as likely to start a game for Alabama in the fall, barring injury. I would rank him third. But he remains a uh, a realistic option. He does, but and this is no fault of his own, and this kind of sucks, and I hate it for him because I think we should just cheer for whoever the starter is. But if if Leah Tungavaloa is the starter game one next year, I can tell you most of our fan base will feel like, oh, we over, we overrated. Bryce Young and Mac 